Our lives are increasingly siloed and polarized. And we are also starving for connection. We are programmed with a deep desire to know that there is a place where we belong. In order for us to meaningfully connect with one another, we must first allow someone else to see us for who we are, which is scary because when we are vulnerable, we risk being rejected. On some level, we're afraid that we will show our real selves to someone and that person will see through us and decide that we are not worthy of a relationship. One of the ways we avoid rejection is by not allowing ourselves to be fully seen and holding parts of ourselves back. We also try to numb ourselves to rejection. And yet science teaches us that we cannot selectively numb emotions. In other words, when we numb feeling vulnerable, we also numb other emotions like joy and appreciation. This, of course, leaves us feeling unhappy and then anxious that we are not worthy of belonging and then we're worried again that we will be rejected. It's a cycle of shame that is based upon us feeling like we are not enough. Within this siloed and polarized world, and amidst our own persistent fears that we are unworthy of belonging and that we might be rejected, we at Christ Church aspire to be a community that does not require auditions. Many institutions want us to demonstrate our value. We audition for jobs and schools. We're constantly trying to prove ourselves capable of this or that. Our Christ Church community believes that no auditions are necessary in order to belong because Jesus was grounded in the idea that God is a God of no auditions. Jesus modeled for us what it looks like to live with no auditions as a core value. No auditions is one of the ground rules of the Jesus movement. The Lutheran pastor, Nadia Bolz-Weber, says that with God there is nothing to earn. There is no extra credit in God's flock. No basis for comparison. Nothing to envy in others. Nothing to prove. The New Testament is filled with stories about people who came into contact with Jesus or his followers or his spirit, and they were introduced to the idea that God is a God of no auditions, and then their lives were transformed by this idea so that they began living in a new way and became a part of making God's vision into a reality. In this morning's story from the Acts of the Apostles, we are introduced to Lydia, who we're told is interested in God, although she's not Jewish. Luke describes Lydia as a dealer in purple cloth. She was a business person who dealt with the elite class of Philippi. They were the ones that were allowed to wear the color purple. This wealthy woman who is not a part of the religious in-group has an aha moment. 
and her life is transformed. And she becomes an instrument in spreading God's vision. The book of Acts also includes stories about Peter, who rarely understands what Jesus is trying to say. During Jesus' moment of need, Peter turns his back on Jesus. God then uses Peter as one of the principal leaders in the early Jesus movement. And then there's Paul, formerly known as Saul, who spent his time persecuting followers of Jesus. Paul was present when Stephen, a deacon in the early church, was stoned to death. But then Paul is struck blind on the road to Damascus, and his life changes. So much of what we know about the early Jesus community is because of Paul's prolific writing. My point is that from its earliest days, the Jesus movement has been made up of all types of people from all walks of life. None of them fit a specific mold, and none of them had to audition for their specific roles. God met them where they were because with God, there are no auditions. We all have a place. We all belong. Social worker and researcher Brene Brown has studied why some of us feel worthy of belonging and others of us do not. The one factor that can keep us from seeking connection with others is our own internal idea that we are not worthy of connecting with others. The research shows that the only thing it boils down to is whether or not we feel like we deserve connection. Dr. Brown continues, wholehearted living is about engaging with our lives from a place of worthiness. It means cultivating the courage, compassion, and connection to wake up in the morning and think, no matter what gets done or how much gets left undone, I am enough. It's going to bed at night thinking, yes, I'm imperfect and vulnerable and sometimes afraid, but that doesn't change the truth that I am also brave and worthy of love and belonging. God's dream for us is to live as wholehearted versions of ourselves and to make meaningful connections with one another. Like Lydia and Peter and Paul, you and I are invited to be transformed by this idea that God is a God of no auditions and to begin living in a new way and then to become a part of making God's vision a reality. But there is a cost. We are going to have to get out of our silos and our partisanship and be vulnerable with one another and willing to show other people our real selves. We're going to have to break out of all of our terrible me-first habits of judging and being reactionary and angry instead of giving people the benefit of the doubt and treating others with compassion. We're going to have to leave behind our my way or the highway thinking and live with the knowledge that everything we do and say has an effect on other people. 
We're going to have to learn to see differences as strengths and not weaknesses or points of contention. God is a God of no auditions. We all belong in God's eyes. Jesus was grounded in this idea. He modeled what it looks like to live with this idea as a core value. No auditions is one of the ground rules of the Jesus movement. Within this siloed and polarized world, and amidst our own persistent fears that we are unworthy of belonging and that we might be rejected, we at Christ Church have a lot of work to do to share with our Capitol Hill community that no auditions are necessary in order to gather around God's table. In the name of God, amen.